Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and Game Master, AJ. Uh, before we get into today's episode of Frontier, I just want to give a quick update on what we've got coming up in the near future. I can now announce that this episode is in fact going to be the penultimate episode of, I guess, this season of Frontier. <laughs> just one more after this one. Uh, we're 100% going to be coming back to Frontier and Star Trek Adventures in the very near future, uh, but just to sort of shake things up a little bit and, you know, kind of keep things a bit fresh for ourselves, we're going to be taking a short break for a few weeks from it uh, after the next episode. Uh, now, that definitely doesn't mean no podcast. In, in fact, quite the opposite, because uh, in the interim weeks, we're going to be doing what we've been calling uh, pilot season. Uh, this is something that we've talked about previously. Uh, I know we discussed it a little bit in our fifth anniversary Q&A episode, uh, but basically we're going to be doing a series of one shots, uh, eight one shots, in fact, playing eight different games. Uh, the mix of players is going to vary a little bit between games. Uh, you're going to hear some familiar voices, some new voices. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, I'll get into the full lineup of games and, uh, and players once we're a little closer, uh, but I can announce that we're going to be kicking the whole thing off with our listener D&D one-shot that we recorded a little while back, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited to finally be sharing that. Um, so yeah, uh, lots to look forward to, and uh, as I said, we'll 100% be returning to Frontier after the series of one-shots is over. Uh, okay then, uh, so I think without any further ado, I think it's time to get into today's episode. Enjoy. I think we left off with you saying that you wanted to basically be put back under sedation. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we, we kind of, we didn't really touch too much on it, but it was sort of a little bit implied that the sedation wasn't working so well on you because you, you sort of woke up a little bit unexpectedly when you did wake up. So I think rather than being fully knocked out, it's more that you've sort of been, Arela's maybe been giving you some stuff to help you sleep and you've kind of been basically just sleeping quite a lot in sickbay. Rather than being like fully like out and <laughs> completely dead to the world sort of thing, he was lightly sedated. Yes, yeah. You weren't involved really at all in the picking of uh, your division's entry to the Ensign Games or whatever I called it. <laughs> eventually, um, it was all left to uh, Lieutenant Commander Fell. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, you really haven't been in the loop with any of that. You've pretty much just slept through the whole thing. You've kind of been drifting in and out for the last... Well, you don't really know how long. This time, as you, you feel, sort of feel yourself kind of gently coming back to consciousness, you, your phantom pain is, is throbbing a little bit as you, as you, you know, the, the world sort of swims back into focus. As you're 
just sort of blinking your eyes open. You think you see someone standing in the doorway of the sick bay isolation chamber that you're in. Your eyes struggle to focus. It looks like it looks like an old man. Sort of just seems to be sort of looking at you. It looks very much like the old man whose photo you were shown by Murphy when she was trying to remind you of Arvin. You blink again and he's gone. The soft silence of the isolation chamber is broken by a crunch to your left. Someone there. Oh hey, you're awake. <laughs> I thought you were fully fully out of it. <laughs> you turn and um, you can see it is in fact Lieutenant Commander Fell and she is sitting in a chair. She's got her feet up actually on the side of your bed. She has a bowl of popcorn in front of her, and she seems to be watching some kind of event on a screen in the um, in the in the sick bay room. How are you feeling? Uh, not not great, but I'm I'm here. I think, I guess. What are you doing here, Phil? Oh well, I thought I'd come and see how you're doing and uh yeah you were you were like asleep so i just thought well you know I'll sit for a while and um yeah just i'm watching this um event uh oh oh you don't know we've got like a, a team of ensigns um up against ensigns from the other other ships in the expedition um i think they're doing pretty well i i i picked um anderson from uh, to represent our our division <laughs> ensigns competing against ensigns <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah, they've got um, like a, a holographic mission that they've got to complete that the staff on the starbase have made for them. It's it's pretty fun. Um, we're just sort of seeing how they get on with it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. That's uh, yeah, sounds entertaining. Yeah. Uh, do you want some popcorn? You know what? I won't say no. She holds out the bowl. She's. <laughs> I take a small handful. Start crunching it. Oh, so dry, but so nice. Oh. So, how long have I been asleep for? Uh, I don't know. Um, I've been here. I've been here like an hour. You, you've been asleep the whole time I've been here. Well, what's the last thing you remember? And the last thing I remember was asking the doctor to me under like properly put me under but I'm guessing she didn't do that uh well why don't why don't we take a look at the old chart and see <laughs> she you see her start messing with the, the console she's not a doctor at all so maybe she probably shouldn't be messing around too much but she's able to bring up your file and um well if I'm reading this right um looks like you've been out for a couple of days uh that's if the doctor's been logging your sedation properly couple of days doesn't feel like that um is the doctor around is I'm I'm starting to get this pain back again I uh, haven't seen Dr. Arela I think she might be over on the station um there's other doctors out in sickbay though out in the main sickbay I can get one of them in she goes and looks out sort of sticks her head out in the corridor and Sort of ducks it back in. Says, uh, "Doctor Wilkes is out there. Uh, do you want me to grab him?" 
If he's a doctor by rank, bring him in. She sort of disappears for a minute and um, returns with uh, human uh, Dr. Wilkes. So you, you, you've met before. He's the sort of assistant chief medical officer. You, you definitely interacted with him before. Okay. Ah, you're awake. Evidently so. How are you feeling? How's the uh, how's the pain? Still there. It's doing it's doing me something chronic right now. Can you give me anything for it? He takes a quick look at your uh, your medical chart. Well, it looks like uh, Doctor Arilla has you on a fairly specific treatment plan here. I wouldn't want to interfere with it. Um, I can probably give you a uh, a mild painkiller though to help even it out. Yeah. Just, I, I really don't care, Doctor. Just do something, because this is really starting to get to me. All right. Well, uh, just give me a moment here. It takes a moment to uh, prepare the correct dosage before injecting you in the arm. Hopefully this will be of some help. Um, I can't give you anything stronger, as I said, but, uh, yes, hopefully this will help uh, just dull the pain a little bit for you. A few seconds later, you do feel a little bit of uh, a dulling of things, but, um, yeah, the, the pain never really goes away. He sort of, he pulls out a little sort of doctor's torch and shines it in your eyes. It's a little bit painful for a second, says. Now, do you know who you are? Where you are? Uh, I'm Lieutenant Commander Sabin... Sabin, um... Uh... Lieutenant Commander Sabin of... USS Tenzing. I'm sure there's another. I'm sure there's another name in there. Take your time. Uh, am I close? In a way, yes. But uh, there's a rather large, uh, large gap there that's um, is worrying. Tell me, uh, what what's the uh, the first thing that you recall? Thinking back. Of my life in general, or. Yes, yes, just just in general. First memory. Uh, I remember waking up in a medical facility on Earth. Some, I can't give you a date, it's a long time ago, but I really don't remember anything much more. Okay, nothing else previous to that, no? Hmm. How about, uh, how about since then? How was your, your memory of more recent events? I I remember being a part of the Tenzing crew. I know that I'm a I know that I'm a lieutenant commander. I know that I'm scientifically inclined, but no, nothing more. He's making notes on your chart as you, as you're talking here as well, sort of nodding along. Yeah, that is literally all I can give you. Hmm, okay. Not the most encouraging, but uh, consistent, at least. I'll make a note of it all here, and uh, I'm sure Dr. Ariela will want to uh, want to see this when she's available. Good call. Uh, I can see you've got a visitor, so I'm I'm guessing you, you don't want to be resedated. No, it's it's all right. I'll, um, I'll try and stay awake for a while and watch this event that Fel's been did, sitting here engrossed in. Maybe it'll jog memory, I don't know. Of course. Well, we, we don't know what would be a memory trigger for you, so, uh, yes. If you need anything, uh, press the call button, we'll be right in. Thanks, Doctor. And he, um, he steps back out into the main sick bay. 
Well, as you see, it's, it's kind of looking at you. She hasn't really sort of interacted with you since the whole kind of memory issue thing arose. Mm. It's tough to read, but you're kind of getting a vibe that she didn't really didn't really know what what was really going on with with you too much. Right. Okay. Obviously, a bit of doctor-patient confidentiality going on. She's been sort of told a little bit, but not not so much that you're. She hasn't been given your medical record, really. Well, no, no. of course. Mind if I have a bit more popcorn? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, take the whole bowl. I'll uh, I'll get some more for myself. She uh, sort of hands it over to you. Thanks. Replicates herself some more. Uh, so, so what's been happening? They haven't, they haven't really told me what's going on. It's, uh... I want to tell you it's a long story, but... My brain is telling me that it's a shorter one than it really is. Something, something happened to me a long time ago, and... At the moment, it's... Making things very difficult for me long time ago oh was this was this that climbing thing climbing thing yeah didn't your first host like fall off a mountain or something mountain fell off a mountain a mountain on on earth I think so yeah I mean I can't remember the name of the place but yeah you told me the story a few times you know it was uh yeah the Andes. That might be it. It sounds familiar, at least. Um, you, you know me. I'm not. I'm not really into mountains and things. <laughs> not really got much of a head for heights, I guess. <laughs> I. I died on that mountain. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of why you you were telling me the story. I think first, at least. I died on that mountain, and then. No, I... I didn't die. She died. She died. My host died. I... I... I am... not... a host. Not just a host. I'm... She puts her hand on, on your hand kind of reassuringly. Hey, hey, it's, it's, it's okay. I... How can it be okay? I can't recall a damn thing. Well, you, you know who I am, right? I know who you are, but I don't know who I am, not completely, and I can't figure out for the life of me why this is killing me. Ah. Slug problems, huh? Yeah, yeah. Slug I um I, I wouldn't know what to suggest. I mean you know me, I'm the I'm the first host for my symbiote. Um for Fell, that is. <laughs> I mean normally I'd go to you with this kind of problem, but Yeah. I mean there's gotta be some kind of ritual or process or something we can do to help, right? If there are, I don't have them in my mind. Have you tried, like, the breathing exercises and the, the meditation stuff they taught us back in the commission? 
I wasn't at the commission. Huh. Whatever they taught, whatever they taught you, I have no idea about. Huh. That's different. What I'm remembering, my life has been very different. Always the drama with you, huh? I'd give anything to trade it in for non-drama. Right now, it'd be nice if I could just remember the drama. Remember some semblance of who I actually am. Like, all of who I am. Hmm. Well, I'm not, I'm not like an expert in any way, but maybe it's worth giving this meditation stuff a try. I mean, if you didn't even know about it before. Um, but it's it's meant to be the the way we we can sort of talk with our own symbiotes and yeah, worth a go. Maybe. Can you can you hand me that pad? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's just a blank like a blank pad on on the side. Hmm. At this point, Sabin's going to be trying to look up these um, these meditation exercises that Fell's referring to. Mm. See if it can fill in any gaps. I will say these are not probably going to be this, it's like a lot of the other stuff, there's not going to be a lot in the database on this because this is stuff to do with like communing with your symbiote and stuff. Yeah, it's not necessarily an integration database, but at this point, he's kind of... I feel yeah. like he's kind of clasping at straws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. this is the thing where, like, this would be kind of a basic thing that would be taught at the commission, but you were never at the commission. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, there's not a lot of documentation because they're just sort of... It's just kind of taught in-house as, like, a sort of, okay, here's, you know, here's a thing you should know. But they they kind of operate under the assumption that any well vast 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 majority of you know joinings are going to be happening under their watch sort of thing yeah that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean you're able to uh, find just some sort of more kind of general purpose breathing and meditation stuff but that you know not specific to joint trill so much okay so going through after a few minutes frantic searching Sabin says um, well that's not much use to me it's just the basics and he pat down fairly forcefully oh um well I, I guess I could show you what I was taught um the, the breathing exercises, at the very least, it, it, it's all about kind of looking inwards and and sort of communing with your symbiote. Um, I mean, it sounds like talking with your symbiote is kind of half your problem, right? It's it, it it's a start, maybe. Yes, please, I would I would appreciate that, Phil. Sure, no problem. Okay, so uh, concentrating on this then, uh, Fel turns off the uh, Ensign Games broadcast and um, sort of sits cross-legged on the floor uh, across from your bed. And uh, yeah, between the two of you, you spend a, a fairly, you know, a good amount of time. The, re- the rest of the afternoon is probably a good way of 
saying this because you know this is a whole new thing for you really um but yeah she's able to sort of show you the the basic kind of rudiments of what she was taught at the commission when it comes to sort of quieting your mind and slowing your breathing kind of bringing a, a little bit of synchronicity hopefully is the idea between uh, the host and the uh, symbiote trying to open communication with my slug yeah yes yeah. i'd say it's probable that like the exercises she's showing you are something a little bit new for you um although uh, did you do meditation uh i mean we, we've kind of seen ray before in his quarters did you say you meditated before i know there was a thing where you were kind of you were sitting in the dark holding an axe but that's not really the same um no no it wasn't not 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 exactly meditation no, no. It's just on the end of usually on the anniversary of on the anniversary of a year from when the accident happened is when this pain would come up and he used to kind of try and confront it by getting the climbing axe out that he had yeah. use of when the accident occurred. Just kind of, in his mind, if he confronts the visual and then he can confront the pain itself, but in recent times it's just been getting worse and worse. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be helping to quash anything anymore. No, but not been. you've not really been a meditator or anything like that? No, not really. Um might sit quietly and just reflect on yeah a, a, a tough day but he doesn't no exercise do or anything the, no doesn't do the usual um trill host kind of communion type stuff yeah because as we've established you were never taught that yeah, yeah. um so okay yeah so you, i'd say then you probably find these um these breathing exercises useful you don't you know she she can't really um teach you the full communion thing really um or at least she, she sort of tries to sort of get into some concepts but then i think she quickly runs into the thing that like as a you know uh a commission educated uh host she spent years learning all this stuff uh including you know linking the breathing exercises to you know the the communion stuff and meditation thing and everything and like it's a lot to explain in an evening kind of thing yeah um so she's able to give you kind of a bit of a grounding in like okay you know try and quiet your mind and breathe in this manner and stuff but like it's it's more of a she's able to give you a starting point more than anything else that's um you know that's kind of it but ray finds this helpful i'm guessing at this point yeah yeah, yeah, you, you're able to... I think, you know, you, you, you haven't left the room. This is still kind of... It is an ongoing procedure throughout the day where she's sort of showing you kind of what she knows and things. But you are finding it helpful. You're, you're, you're sort of able to sort of, um, I think, kind of feel the beginnings of, of quieting your mind a little bit and maybe even some tinglings of connections that you, you thought you would maybe lost a little bit. Um, yeah. As I say, though, this is kind of a process more than a sort of quick fix or anything. She's sort of showing you some stuff to work on. Cool. Okay. I think then, because um, I'm sort of with sort of breezing a little bit through the evening. Um, see, Johnny and the uh, the rest of Team Tenzing and <laughs> uh, the teams from the Auckland and the Nelson go off drinking. We probably don't need to follow them for that. Mm -hmm. Um. Irela and Murphy were we last saw you watching the event and the uh the winning the winner's ceremony, I think. 
Um, what would you have done after that? Irela would probably have gone back to the ship, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Um, if there's going to be more people like gathering in crowds and having a drink, that's going to be more emotions for her to then try and block out. Hmm. So the ship is probably more peaceful for her at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you probably you, you had fun at the event, I would say. But then as yeah. soon as things started getting into more of a kind of like, hey, celebration party atmosphere, things were getting a bit too crowded again and a bit too too many... Um, yeah, probably a bit too um, headache-inducing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, pick your, you pick your moment to sort of duck out and make your... Uh, brief goodbyes and I guess congratulations to winners and things and able to return to the ship Murphy have you got anything that you would like to do I'm I'm sort of I'm assuming well she'd probably be off duty after the the games I'm imagining yeah yeah Um, I think she'd probably go back to the ship and and probably relax for the evening and um, maybe had checked on Ray as he was sleeping but obviously like only stuck around for a little while and and then left again. Um, I th- I think actually like at this point because of the, the sort of the, t- the way the timelines are lit. When you go to check on Ray, he is in there with Fell, practicing breathing exercises. If you're going straight from like the winning ceremony announcing the the winners and that, yeah, he wouldn't be asleep at that point. She's maybe just brought him a book then. Yeah. Yeah. What's the book? Probably. T- oh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I will take a book on the geological um, foundations of Vulcan. There we go. Yeah. Some in science Yeah. <laughs> I found this. I like that. This, is, this is the kind of thing you like, isn't it? <laughs> science yeah. stuff. Science stuff. <laughs> And uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, you you arrive and you're kind of expecting him to be, um, I say, still kind of out and asleep. But as you open the door, he's um, he's on his bed, and um, you recognise Lieutenant uh, Commander Fell, who you last saw in the gym doing taekwondo. He's just sort of sitting across from d- breathing and occasionally going like, "No, no, no, slower, slower, deeper." And she, the door opens. She looks up and goes, "Oh, hey, we meet again. How's it going, Commander?" Good, good. Um. Um, how are you? Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Just uh, showing Ray some meditation stuff. Uh, did you come from the, uh, fr- come from the games? Yep, our, our, our ensigns did us proud. They certainly did. Um, I'm just gonna go and chat to Ray for a little bit. Oh, um, okay. Uh, do, do you want me to leave? No, 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 stay, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I just wanted to check on how you were doing, Ray. And uh, I, I brought a book. Um, I got it on the last shore leave. Um, I read a bit of it, but um, I thought it was more your thing. All about the geology of um, and the geothermal stuff about Vulcan. Sounds thrilling. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Something to do, at least. Well, I suppose it's better than looking at the screens or any tablets. Um, yeah, I thought that might true. give you a headache or something. So, but books are tangible things. 
and tangible is really what I'm after right now. Yeah, and if and I suppose if you get annoyed, you can always throw it at the wall. Yeah. I could do that. <laughs> gonna have to get off of the bed to get it, though. Oh, you're gonna make it difficult for me. <laughs> well, okay, I suppose you are the patient. I'll go get it, it's fine. No, no. I'm, we can it's, eat, oh, it's, we can... No, Murphy, it's fine. I, to be honest, I want to try standing up anyway. I've been here four days, according to Fel, and I think I need to stretch my legs. All right, well, I am, my arm is here. So if you need to grab it, grab it. And uh, yeah, okay, let's let's try and get you up for a bit then. Sabin swings his legs over. Mm-hmm. He pulls, him, pulls himself up and then goes to put a foot forward and then push off of the other one. I think... I'm thinking he's a bit wobbly, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're a bit wobbly. You've been, uh, well, you've been basically sedated for the last two days and then the day before that was kind of when you were out from after the party. Mm. So you've basically been in bed for three days, so I think it's not out of the realm of possibility that you might just be a bit wobbly. Um, yeah, his, his equilibrium might be a bit off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and given, given what happened at the party... Am I, am I still feeling the kind of <clears throat> vertigo effect? Not at this moment, no. Okay. Murphy's just gonna like hop, be there if he needs it, um, but also like keep be keeping an eye on him just in case if he does like suddenly collapse, she's there to catch him straight away. On standby. Po- yeah, she's poised, ready, ready for action. <laughs> Okay, I think, you know what might be not fun, but, you know, um, can I just get a general fitness check from you? Oh, but of course. Of course. Okay, well, that's two failures. Um, (laughs) They're very nearly a catastrophic failure there, so... Do you need me to roll to catch? Well, uh, hang on, let's get to that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, you take a step and you you put your weight on it and you, you think you're okay and you go to take a step away from the bed and you just stumble and you get you get the slightest of slight feelings of the vertigo just for a second and you f- hear the whistling of the wind in your ears as you do and you feel like you start to fall forward can I get then Murphy a, uh, I guess this would be ooh, what would this be kind of control I guess Contro- I think he's trying to catch him it's really ought to be like a grappling check, I guess, really. <laughs> well, I get a daring security check from you, because this is you kind of reacting quickly and being like, oh, okay, no, trying to catch. Ten and five, that's that's two successes. So yeah, Ray, you go and you you are basically falling forward. And Murphy, you see him go and you just you slap out a hand and grab him by the wrist and stop him from oh, falling. Shit. Ray, you look up as Murphy steadies you and for just a second you don't see Murphy you see the face of a young man you put him 19 that rapidly ages 
to an old man and you blink and it's Murphy again what what you alright you were but now you're oh yeah maybe I shouldn't have gotten up yeah yeah like come on back on the edge back on the edge yeah take the way off uh, maybe I should have just let you hand me the book. Yeah, I'll go get it. Murphy just goes and retrieves the book for him. Did he actually throw it against the wall? Sorry, I thought you guys were joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that happened, I'm, that's that's great. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Bit harsh. It's giving you a gift, going. Oh, you can throw it against the wall if you want. He's gone. Sure. She's, not, she's, not, she's all about. Well, she's not really fussed about the book because she's not fussed about the book. Um, she's she's more fussed about um, how her friend is feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, she's like, I could, I could get another book. It's fine. I just wanted to clarify because I, in my head, I was like, you guys were joking about throwing it against the wall, but now you're talking about retrieving it. I just assumed. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, just going to go pick up the book and bring it back. And she's like, now, I'm only going to do this a few times. And then it's going to get really boring if we're going to use this for target practice. Um, Fairless kind of looking at you. Right. Did you see something? See what? Well, well, that's what I'm asking. Um, for a second there, you looked like you'd seen a ghost. Uh, I suppose she could say it was a ghost, but for a moment there, Murphy wasn't Murphy. Um, pretty sure I'm Murphy. No, you are. But when I when I started to fall and you caught me, the mo- for a split second I looked at you. But it wasn't your face that I saw. I saw. A young man's face, and it rapidly aged in like a split second. And then I blinked, and it was your face again. Okay, this is this is this is a new symptom, isn't it? Should I don't we call the doc. Something tells me it's not a new symptom, but yeah, maybe maybe best to call for a realer. All right, I'll be back. Okay. Uh, Murphy's going to step out and make the call to Arila. Murphy to Dr. Arila. Arila here. Um, Doctor, I'm in the infirmary and uh, I've just been visiting uh, Commander Ray, um, Lieutenant Commander Ray. Uh, and uh, he's, he's experiencing something new, uh, some sort of... Um, visual hallucination of some sort um it's, mom- it's passing they've passed but uh i thought it may it may be something to make you aware aware of hmm. yes i think i'll come down to sick bay right now all right murphy out i'll be here see you soon so we really decides to rush to sick bay because because all of this has been weird and we don't really have enough information no. 
we kind of where we sort of this is the tricky thing where we kind of skipped over a couple of days um at least for from a reader's point of view we kind of left up the last we sort of spoke to her you were going to be making a call to the symbiosis commission which i realized that we probably have accidentally skipped over um yeah so especially whether the captain was going to get you like a priority one communications channel for that mm -hmm. so i feel like it wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't be a two-day wait that would be like a well hold on i'll sort that out and you can go make the call now kind of thing yeah. so we have accidentally kind of yeah. skipped that i will say then it just in the name of filling in some stuff so we don't have to act out that call mm -hmm. you were able in the in the interim to speak to the symbiosis commission they weren't I mean, as as previously kind of expected they weren't that forthcoming with new treatments or whatever but they did yeah. sort of agree with lady Rawls' recommendation of trying the uh oh god what was it called it was benzoyatosine to reset the isobromine hormone that, levels that was it yeah um well anyway okay so that they basically sort of said well that is what that's all we can recommend at this time let us know if it gets any worse okay it, the, the feeling you got was like this isn't the first time something like this has happened but it is very rare um, mm -hmm. I suspect in that case um, what Irila would have done is uh, she would have started on the lowest possible um, benzocyatosine hmm. um, then giving an observation period and then gradually raising the dose yeah. given um, depending on what what changes there are in the isobromine levels, um, mm. but the fact that there is a obvious change in symptoms now is going to be concerning. Yeah, I mean, we could say then. So where he's been kind of out for the last couple of days, that's where you've been sort of. It, it, we, we know that it's taken preparing a dose does take some time, as we you know you kind of. We had a catastrophic failure on the first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this has been kind of your sort of thing that you've been doing the last couple of days. Basically just the only exception being to sort of duck out to go watch the Ensign games, essentially. Knowing that, okay, well, we're in between treatment periods here. And you were kind of waiting for a result sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the fact that he, again, woke up from sedation... And is seeing things is a is a result. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. There we go. Now I've tied up all the plot holes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, Yay. it makes sense. We just hadn't hadn't spelled it out before. Yeah. So yeah, you you, you rush down to sick bay and um, you find uh, Murphy and Ray is sat on the side of the bed, and in there with him are um, Murphy and Fell. Okay. Irula comes in. Hello, Ray. How are you feeling? Uh, perturbed by what I saw. Hmm. Okay. I um, I've been doing some some meditation exercises with the help of Fell. She's taught me some things that I never knew were part of the symbiont-host relationship. Things that the Commission only sort of 
teach in-house and it's it's sort of helped I am starting to recall more about who I am ask me who I am who are you my name is Sabin Ray. I'm the, a lieutenant commander on the starship USS Tenzing, Federation ship Nebula class. Is that more than I could say a few days ago? Uh, before we placed you under the light sedation, um, you or your symbiont. Uh, Ray uh, believed that it was currently with a previous host, the Shia. Shia was my first host, yes. Yes, she was my host the day that I fell from the mountains. It appears that the trauma from that accident... Um, and the fact that Ray had to find a new host without the help of the Symbiosis Commission has resulted in some longer-term trauma. That's a, as plausible an explanation as any I've thought of. I have spoken to the Commission based on your previous symptoms. I'm not convinced they're going to give any more information. They suggested that we continue with Lady Ral's uh, suggested treatment programme. Unfortunately, because it's something that Starfleet has never seen before, we're starting with the lowest possible dose. And then of um, we're using a drug called benzocyatidine to help regulate your isobromine hormone levels. This is something that is apparently known to the Commission, but not widely known outside, possibly even amongst unjoined trills as well. I will measure your levels just now, but we have been going from a very, very small dose. The fact that you have more memory now is an excellent sign. It's not my full memory. I keep hitting a blank. Between Pashea's death and me being in Starfleet as I am now and joining the Tenzing's crew, I mean, there's what feels like an entire life missing. And I think it's something to do with with the man I saw just a little while ago when I looked at Murphy when I fell saw a young man age rapidly into an old man and at this point I can't help but think it's tied to that memory I'm missing mm. the more I think about it the more my pain that's the twinge. 
Whatever your colleague gave me earlier is wearing off, I think. I see. And then Aurelia is going to walk over and scan him to check on the isobromine levels. Can I get a... I guess you're used to doing this check now, so this is not going to be a particularly hard check. Um, Can I get a difficulty one uh, reason medicine check from you? Yep. Uh, 18 and 3, where you got your one success. Uh, yeah, you were able to take the um, take the blood sample and, and scan it. Um, they're not quite as high as they were when you first got this reading, when he was fully out, when Lady Rahl was visiting. Um, mm-hmm. They are coming back down a little bit more towards normal, but they're still not where you would like them. They are out of the normal range still, by quite, by, still by quite a lot, actually. But okay. heading in the right direction. Benzosiatosine is definitely improving the hormone levels. It's still a lot higher than I'm happy with, um, which could be why you're having this change in symptoms. Um, It's also possible that as the levels get closer to the normal range, the symptoms might seem more obvious to you as you have other bits coming back, making those gaps stand out more in the meantime it might be helpful to not try and leave the sick bay given that I nearly fell over uh, you still have sedative in your system I'm not surprised you fell over touche <laughs> what we can do however is now that you're out of critical danger I can reverse the sedative for a small time each day to allow you to move prevent joint seizing up or muscle atrophy from setting in I like the sound of that what I was going to suggest was if you have keepsakes or mementos or things that could help spark some of those memories to come back. It's up to you. Trying to do that might prove comforting for you. On the other hand, it might be frustrating. However, it's definitely something we can try um, while we are getting those isobromine levels back within the normal range. I want to try that. I thought you might. Yeah. There are things in my quarters that, for good or bad, will get a reaction out of me, I'm sure of it. Yes. I want to give that a go, Doctor. Of course. Do you wish one of us to go and collect these items for you? Probably a good idea. Unless I want to fall over and break my face. Um, Murphy, on the dresser... In my quarters, there's a a wooden casket. Could you bring that in for me, please? Um, Ray, you already asked me that. I brought it two days ago. Ah. Where is it? Oh, uh, is it this down here? Um, I was putting my feet on it earlier. Murphy's just going to look at him and be like, I'm sorry, what? Aurel is desperately trying to not laugh. 
at the looks of outrage. <laughs> I've got a good mind to reprimand you when I'm back on duty, Fel. <laughs> Barfish just gonna glare quietly mm. and um just like okay. narrow her eyes until he like <laughs> Yeah, I think Fel picks up on that and she kinda of looks looks at you like I'm sorry, like <laughs> Just okay. before you open this I'm going to suggest that we top up those painkillers a little bit. Yeah, probably a good idea. Good call. Yeah. Top up the uh, painkillers and um, just to redull the pain a little bit. Um, and yeah, you are faced with this closed chest. So Ray undoes a latch on the front of this thing. It's it's definitely old. And when he goes to lift the lid, there is a there is a mild creak in the hinges. As he puts the lid up, it sits not fully down. It kind of sits tilted up. So if anybody's in front of Ray at the moment, they can't see what he's pulling out at first. He reaches in and gingerly lifts out a kind of rusty looking but only in certain places um, a climbing axe earth design and I think I described this previously as having a red kind of a red handle a red Mm. grip and there is uh, a tethered feather from an earth bird hanging off the end almost like a kind of keychain ornament type thing right he takes it out in his right hand he gives it a slight flip and then he's resting it across both of his hands the grip is in the left hand and the actual axe part is resting on his right is Sabin left or right-handed? Sabin is right-handed, but Vishaya was left-handed. Yeah, I was just wondering that. that was all. Yeah, it's kind of like... Not quite muscle memory, but, you know. I mean, it kind of is muscle memory, just not these muscles. Not these muscles, yeah. 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 And Ray's breathing starts to get a little bit heavy, I think. And he's looking at this axe. And he's not really saying much. You realise keeping a close eye on his emotional responses. You are... You've, you sort of stare at the axe for a few seconds and... Um, you're sort of... I don't know what you're expecting sort of to happen, but you, you kind of you just sat there for a few seconds sort of thinking like... Well, this is, you know, this doesn't feel any different to normal. This doesn't feel, this doesn't feel like anything's happening. And you sort of glance up and you're not sat on the bed anymore. You're sat on a rock looking out across mountain range of windswept snowy peaks. How the hell did I get here? We climbed. You look to your right, there is a 
the same older man is sat on the rock next to you. We climbed? Who's we? Well... You, me, her. All different, different times. Wait a minute. You're him. You're the face that I saw in place of my friend. I should remember. I should remember you. I can't. Well, that's a that's a shame. You think seeing my face in the mirror for over a hundred years would have an impression, but yes, hundred years. Are you me? Was I you? That's probably more accurate, yes. Who are you? Uh, I'm Ray. Um, Arvin Ray. We, we met once before. Arvin? Arvin! Yes, yes, hang on. Oh, hang on, just breathe. Breathe. Arvin. You... You were my second... My second host. After Vishaya... Died. Here. That's right. Right here, in fact. Look down and... You're seeing... As if... You're, look, you're looking sort of down as if from a height of... 100 feet or more, and you see... Bashir lying on the rocks below. You look back at Arvin and he's he's not an old man. He's a, he's a young man, younger than you. With a look of horror as he's... An arm outstretched towards her. You blink and he's back, sat next to you on the rock. I was here when she died. Um, the only trail for, well, possibly on the planet. That's right. You were the only one that was available to take the symbiont so that we survived and then you were the same for me I remember your original host the one you were meant to have battlecraft accident ah, was that it Ah. Uh, never did find out what happened to them. Well, you wouldn't have, but... I was all too aware. Sabin was all too aware. 
Much like you and Vishaya, I was the only one within a good enough distance to help in time. We haven't had a lot of luck, had we, with uh, passing ourselves on? <laughs> you could say that. I was so young. The youngest to ever accept a symbiont. They didn't even think it was going to work. I mean, there was a chance of rejection, but... For whatever reason, I didn't care. I threw myself at the chance. It was Sabin threw himself at the chance. It was uh, different from me. I was young too. Not quite so young, but... I, uh... I never thought I would be a host. It, we didn't think... We didn't think I could be. And yet... Here we are. I, ne I never... Never wanted this, really. But... I'll change fate. Were you friends with Vishay? In a way, yes. <laughs> she was... She was my employer. She, um, hired me to, well, see, be her uh, attendant is the wrong word, but to accompany her on her journey and see to the uh, arrangements. Didn't expect this to happen. I guess in the moment you did what you had to do, whether you wanted it or not, you saved my life. Yes, well, and you mine in turn. He, he, he kind of looks around the mountainscape around. I never thought to return to this place. I always wanted to come back and try climbing it again. And I did. And I survived that time, but I didn't think I'd be back here like this, seeing Vashaya, seeing you. Well, you you and Vashaya may have wanted to come back here, but this was the one place from my life I never wanted to see again. Ever. This is where the worst day of my life occurred. When you return to the mountain, the part of Ray that is me, just wanted to hide away. It seems I did, for a time. Not being able to remember you has been difficult. Facing all this, for me, has also been difficult. Well, I can't say I blame you for that. You lived a very full life. One that Vishaya probably dreamed of. She had ideas. She had plans. We wanted to do so much, not just to experience life, but to help other people. And if I'm remembering rightly, you took some of those ideas along for the ride. And you made a lot of them a reality. You did good. Well, that's good of you to say. Being 
raise post after you. It was an honor. And I'm sorry that I've dragged you back here. If this is even real, if it's in the mind, I'm sorry. But I needed answers. I've been carrying this pain for so long. From this accident, this trauma, I just wanted to stop. Maybe you were the key to that. Maybe I had to see you again, to speak to you. To remember properly. Well, it is good to speak. And just because we're... This might be in the mind doesn't mean it's not real. Oh, I suppose it doesn't. <laughs> I'd like to think this is real. Hmm. Being joined is... It's... Crazy, at the best of times. But I wouldn't change anything. I don't think you would either. No, I don't think I would. And I don't think Vishaya would. Not in a million years. We should return. Before I go. Wouldn't hurt to check in on the family once in a while. No, it wouldn't hurt at all, would it? I'll look in on them, I promise. He pats you on the shoulder and... thing fades to white. And you're back in sickbay. He's pretty much just been sat there, quietly. No, he's not been talking out loud or anything. Um, really, you've kind of picked up... Some odd emotions, but you're you're kind of you're, you're having a hard time sort of narrowing it down at all because this is sort of it's different. It's all complicated, yeah, but nothing concerning enough to interrupt. No, um, and it's almost like you're getting two patterns for a little while, but from the same person. As he sort of sat there, the longer he sat there, the more the patterns kind of settle down and become one pattern slowly settling and then Ray opens his eyes oh Ray yeah Murphy it, why are you all staring at me like that Ray what day is it well it's Monday oh, when's karaoke in about four days' time. Have we rehearsed anything yet? No. You've been in sick bay. Oh, yeah, that's right, I have. Um. Hang on. Why am I holding on to this? Did someone go to my quarters and get this? You asked me to go get it. Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> It appears 
<clears throat> that as the rest of your memory has returned, the memory of the last couple of days is fading. And most of the last couple of days were mostly you sleeping in sickbay. I'm... I'm remembering something. I remember being helped by everybody here. Struggling to recall why I needed the help, but... Thank you. All of you. As for this thing... I think I'll put it away. Actually... No. What is it? Ray closes the lid. Puts the axe on top of the box. Murphy, can you do me a favour and put this on the floor in the corner there? He gestures to the right of the isolation room. Fell pointedly does not use it as a footstool. Yeah. <laughs> so it just... Yeah. It doesn't. I'm just going to check your isobromine levels again. By all means. I assume there isn't much change. There's not a huge change from your previous... I won't make you do another check. Um, there's not a huge change from your previous reading, but it is, again, trending downwards. It's fl- it's fluctuating, but his symptoms seem to be at least reduced. I would say, Ray, it's not like you can't remember the last couple of days, but things are a little bit wishy-washy. Like, a little bit kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're feeling, yeah. you're feeling more yourself, but it's, yeah, this is sort of... It's like you're kind of coming out of a sleep sort of thing. And you're ill like that? And you're that kind of, like, groggy, semi-sedated? Yeah. Um, memories don't get laid down clearly? No. So everything's going to stay a bit hazy. Yeah. Yeah. So how am I looking, Doctor? Definitely improving. It seems as though Host and Symbiont are now back in sync. Oh, that's a relief. Mm. You had us worried there. I would like to keep you in for another 12 hours, at least, and see how you are. We can reassess at that point. But it's unlikely that you will need to stay in sickbay much longer. Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm relieved to hear that. (laughs) It's always more comfortable to be in one's own quarters. Yeah, I can relate. I'll go and inform the captain. Thank he'll be you. glad. To, he'll be glad to hear that um, our science officer is going to be fine for our next adventure, along with the rest of us. Uh, could you ask the captain to pass on our thanks to Lady Ral? Will do, Doc. I will see you in 12 hours when I come to pick you up to take you back to your quarters. All right? 
Aye, aye, Lieutenant Commander. Thanks for everything. What we do. that's going to do it for this episode we'll be back in two weeks time on thursday uh, october the 13th with the next chapter of frontier and we hope you'll all join us for that in the meantime you can head to pretendingwithice.com for links to all of our online uh, presences including our discord server our merch store our ko-fi page and more uh, so yeah for now that's our show we hope you all enjoyed it see you next time